Are you a man who keeps returning to porn or other unwanted sexual behaviors when what you really want is to be free? If so, we can help. Hi, my name is Jonathan, the founder of Gateway to Freedom. This three-day workshop is for men who want to overcome any kind of sexual struggle or stronghold. Whether you're married, single, or divorced, this powerful intensive weekend will help you uncover what is at the root of your struggle and discover the man God always created you to be. Our next workshop is coming up February 21st through the 23rd in Florida, just outside Orlando. Space is limited, so call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY to register. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit BeBroken.com. Good day, listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan, and I have my long-lost world-traveling <laughs> friend back with me, Stephen yes, Cervantes. glad so to be here. We will probably at some later program get into your some of your travels that you had uh, recently. Yes, um, sir. How fun. I'm so blessed to go places. I know. We get to, you get to see, uh, you know, the world and, and get to see different places. Uh, it's kind of cool that you uh, kind of get to experience people in different settings because yes. people are people, right? Yes. But culture makes a huge difference to how people respond to life and faith and relationships and all of that, right? And food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting used to the different food. I don't know. That messed me up. Well, but I'm back. I know what I'm eating now. Is that yeah. making me a simple guy? I just want the pleasure of eating food I know. There is something <laughs> uh, safe and secure about food go. that you know, right? Yep. Um, well, Stephen, this, this show, um, I think we're going to be talking about a topic that is universal around the world, right? Okay. Anger. Anger. That's a human... Mm-hmm. issue right yeah so so tell us maybe how we're going to be approaching this topic of anger and how it applies to a lot of our listeners who are dealing with sexual brokenness and sexual trauma and just all those kinds of things oh, and how about i tell a story and then you intro the article we're going to kind of okay cover. sounds good so i was working in a government job and um we were i was a, a planner at the time and a guy came in and asked for a subdivision map and he just started wailing at me and just ranting about how incompetent and and inept. And he just went on and on. And I was just very calm. And something that was such a unique experience because this man was out of control with anger. And I, I saw anger differently that day because mm. I thought, Man, you're about to lose it, man. You're losing control of yourself. I'm sitting here. I'm going to give you Somebody's what you want. Somebody's going to get hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give you what you want. Uh, there's a counter between me and him, so I'm okay, feeling a little yeah. safe, you know? <laughs> but it, 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 something. it's almost like God showed me something that day about how crazy with anger we can get. Mm. And it's just like I, I could tell... You're mad at somebody. You're not mad at me. I don't know you. I just you just walked up to the counter and I'm trying to serve you and and you got a lot of pain and hurt and 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 then I realized there's a lot of disappointment coming out of this man. He's venting all his disappointment at me. Mm. And, I, and it was just a huge lesson. So now angry people don't scare me anymore. Mm. I think, well, I wonder what you want that you're not getting. 
Because that's why you're acting so crazy, because you want something, you can't get it, you're mad about something, you want the world to work a certain way, and it didn't. And It's like, wow, you got all messed up because you didn't get something you want. And, you know, it's almost like a, a, a you see a kid throwing a fit because he can't have a cookie or a candy bar or something. It's like, as adults, we just do grown-up versions. Of- I love what you're saying there, because uh, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, isn't it interesting how uh, anger usually has the potential to incite anger. Yes. Right? That's right. So so the fact that you were able to stop that by going, what's the definition of anger? It's like a a, a disappointed expectation or something, right? That's right. Disappointment. So by by you just reminding yourself of what anger actually is, you're able to go, hey, that's that guy's disappointed expectation. Well, and I'm telling the story because that's when I learned this lesson. Mm. I was having a great day. I walked over the counter. I'm still having a great day. You're not having a great day. (laughs) I wonder what that's all about. I just stayed really calm. And after a while, he ended up about 10 minutes. I gave him what he wanted. He apologized. He was so frustrated. Mm. He'd been blocked at every turn, blah, blah, blah. And it it was like that was a God moment where God showed me Anger is about somebody being messed up with disappointment. Mm-hmm. And they're so disappointed and they think if they vent it out real loud, they're going to get what they want. And a lot of times they do. You know, people get what you want, they shut you up, you know. But the point is, I thought, wow, you're so disappointed and you think losing control of yourself is going to help you get what you want. Okay, we, we, that, we did that when we were three. Okay, you can do that when you're... 53 or 63, I, I, fine, you know? Yeah. It was just an insightful moment. So anyway, I want to tell that story because that's... And I think we've all we've all experienced something like that. Maybe not that exact same story, but where either we're on your side of the counter, yeah. where we're receiving right. somebody else's anger, whatever it might have been. But I think we've also been on the other side of the counter before sometime in our life where we, it's like... So we're just spewing on somebody that right. they didn't do anything, but the, whatever the trigger was, it brought out our yes. disappointment and our anger. And so anger is a, a part of what we all deal with in life. And if we don't manage our anger well, we get angry at ourselves, at others. If we stay stirred up, then we're going to run off and go porning, mm-hmm. you know, go to fantasy land, escape because there's too much pain in your gut. So why are we talking about anger? Because you got to manage your disappointments in life and try to do them as well as you can. And I would say, and maybe I could be wrong here, but in, in terms of my own journey of recovery and growth and all of that, but then also that's dealing with many men, especially who are entangled in all kinds of sexual sin. I think anger might be one of our most difficult emotions to manage. Mm. And, and maybe because, and we can get into this a little bit, but maybe because um at its base there there is actually something good and right and necessary in anger right i mean like the fundamental if we if we if we look at the good side of anger it's like there's an injustice or something that's wrong and 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 right. we should be upset about it we can get into that but i think and it's I a think hard this one to manage article will help us see that there is an upside is what you're saying to yeah. anger if we learn to channel it and learn to know why we're like, what's triggering us? Well, and this author here, you're going to introduce this article we're going to go over. Yeah, so uh, there's an article here from Family Therapy Magazine, um, September, October 2019, entitled, We're Wrong About Anger, and I hope I pronounce her name right, Bina Breitner. Okay, good. 
So she is challenging people to rethink anger. What's the point of anger? Mm-hmm. And can anger be useful? Because it's like, don't be angry, you know, and as Christians, don't be angry, don't be angry, don't be angry, you know. But we get hurt, we get disappointed, we get irritated, we're not perfect beings. So she says, anger can hurt ourselves and hurt others. We know that. And it can deplete your ability to be healthy or work against your your efforts to be happy. If you're angry, you can't be healthy or happy. You're stirred up, you're in turmoil, you're in conflict. I think about it even just with what happens to our bodies even physically when we're angry, right? We get tense. In some way, our bodies even tense up when we're angry. So she says, we believe that anger is bad, and I don't think it is. I think it's something that um, she calls a messaging system or a warning system, which I really like. When you get angry, anger is a secondary response, and I got angry because I didn't get something or didn't go the way yeah, I wanted to. Something didn't happen the way I wanted So I got angry. Something is challenging me from accomplishing what I want, from having the life I want, the clean house I want, the job I want, finishing things in a timely manner. I'm getting angry because something I want is not happening. And the more angry you get, the more you're being challenged and the warning system gets louder and louder. So I like that view because it's, you know, all our emotions are there for a reason. And if we pay attention to them, they're very helpful. Emotions are very helpful. Now, people say emotions, you can't understand. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. We're very predictable beings. We're very repetitive. We like what we like. We act the way we act. And people that are angry frequently get angry frequently. And people that don't get angry frequently don't get angry frequently. I mean... It's just the way it is. They have managed to not express all their disappointment loudly. And there are other people that you have conversations with. They think they should be yelling back at you to make Hmm. their point because they want what they want. And it's like, why are you yelling at me? Well, they're escalating up to get something. I may or may not agree with you. And you think getting loud is going to make me agree with you? You know, but what's happening is you're not getting what you want. So you escalate up. Yeah. So what's the deeper program? It's a warning system, she says. It means it's, uh, that it can mean we're even under threat, emotionally under threat, physically we're under threat, we're being challenged, and so our defensive system is jumping to the front to protect us. What do you think? Yeah, so as you're saying that, one of the things that I'm thinking about, and this is probably true to some degree in all of our emotions, because I agree with you. I mean, God has made us in his image, um, therefore we have feelings and emotions. We have a feeling God. Um, and I think the, the idea of this warning system is a lot of times our emotions and maybe especially anger can really be uncovering what we actually value. Right. So the thing is, it's like if, um, so I'll give you an example. Let's say, um, uh, you know, we do these workshops, right. With these men and they talk about their relationships with your, their fathers and their mothers or whatever. And so maybe there's there's one guy that growing up, it's like, if you if your voice or the overall noise in your home got to a certain level, dad flew off the nice. handle, right? Yep. What's that anger really telling about that man? 
It's saying he has a value system that says, I value a certain amount of silence and stillness and quiet. And when that is being, when you're going beyond that, anger comes out. Now, does that necessarily mean that then what he does next is a healthy thing or whatever? No, not necessarily, but it's exposing his value system, right? That's right. And there's a missing piece there. His va- I value silence and I'm not getting it right, right. now. So I'm going to show you how much I value my silence. I want to protect my silence. And that's that's so I think it's important for all of us to then hear that because I think especially with anger, anger is one of those emotions that either we can we can spew or we can stuff and not necessarily in, in both cases we're not exploring the underlying right or we can process system, through right? and explore right. and go into and right? say what is this showing me about what i'm valuing yes. like, and is that a good thing to value and and uh, what am i not getting and what do i want and should i fight for it right now or right. should i be sacrificial right now you know or should i repent because this is not the appropriate thing to value for instance <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at pornography right now. My wife interrupts me, and I'm, I'm angry, right? Because, well, guess what? You're saying yeah. I value porn. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you need to check your heart and then be able to say, "This is. I need to repent. That's not something that's worth valuing. So she said you should respond to your anger because your anger is telling you something's off. Mm-hmm. You, and you're being let down, disappointed, and something you value is not occurring. So back up and ask better questions instead of act out and get loud. So she said, sometimes we learn anger and venting anger from family. Because if mom's yelling, dad's yelling, everybody's yelling, there's a chance the kids either going to be really quiet and never yell or going to yell like everybody else, you know, come to the table and everybody else is yelling. We're all yelling. We're a yelling family. You know how we are. We all yell. It's like that just means that was our training, right? Right. But she says also sometimes anger will be triggered when someone implies you don't matter. Mm. You have no value. You're not that important. Then because you want to be valued, that anger might come up and go, wait a minute, there's something here. You're saying I have no value. I have value, but you're telling others, telling me, treating me. You know, then all of a sudden that stress, that anger response pops up. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody puts you in a bind, you got to do this, you got it done in this time, but you don't have enough time and you're trying to please them and you're trying to take care of this and that and you're in a bind, you can't please everybody. Boop, anger will pop up and say, you can't get it all done. Somebody's going to be disappointed. Uh, and or they might misrep- misrepresent you. Somebody might be talking about you and say, "Yeah, you know what this guy's like. Yeah, I can't believe he does this all the time." It's like you did it once, mm-hmm. and others saying you do it and all the time. That's how you trait, are. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, that's a misrepresentation of me. You just stepped on me, and I value me, and I, that's not who I try to be. And and so now my anger comes up. Why? Because I don't want to be portrayed that way. Yeah, so anger is a warning system. Yeah, and so I think it is good to to reframe anger outside of this idea that it's all bad. Yes. Right, that anger yes. is bad. Now, that being said, I think it's also important to acknowledge that anger is an uncomfortable emotion. Yes. So I think it's it, while we we don't want to make the the blanket statement that anger is all bad, we also don't want to necessarily say, you know what, anger feels so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's good to acknowledge too that I I may not like how anger feels, 
but it could actually be very instructive to me. It could be very useful to me, even if, as, as, if I'm going to be on a growth mission, right? Yes, absolutely. Can I listen to what, can I examine, like, you know what, that, and one of the things that I like to think about um, in this is really especially, especially for those who are in recovery or yes. kind of on a healing journey and, and they're maybe more sensitive in the sense of being being focused on these emotions and they're heightened, is really pay attention to the things that cause what we might call like irrational anger. Like in other words, like she says here, uh, the angrier you are, the more important the warning. Yeah. So if you have what we might call like $50 responses to $5 problems in terms of anger, really pay attention to those because yes, I think that's, that's that's exposing possibly wounds, possibly deep shame, you know, all kinds of other things that really need to be addressed. <laughs> so her point number two is we believe we can blame others. Uh, I'm sorry, I misread that. We believe we're to blame. Yeah, so we turn the anger in that's on right. ourselves. There you go. That's so what like, it says. We believe we're to blame. So what did I do wrong? You're angry. What did I do wrong? You're disappointed. What did I do wrong? You're angry. What's wrong with me? Why can't I please you? There's a tendency with anger to turn on yourself. And we're already pretty good at beating ourselves up, right? And so when you express all your disappointment in around, in me in a circle in relationship to me, then you trigger out, you trigger failure in me. And, oh, no, I screwed up again. I'm the screw up. Oh, what's the matter with me? We turn on ourselves and we blame ourselves when somebody is venting disappointment. Now, think about that because that's pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. And so the guy that walked up to the counter, he was messed up. But I don't want to turn on myself and ruin my day. I was having a really good day. It's like, no, you can't have my day. I'm having a very good day right now. You're messed up. Why should I go, oh, we didn't please you? Oh, what do you need? Oh, oh, I want you to think I'm good. I don't want to disappoint you. It's like, no, no, no. It's your disappointment. I don't have to trash me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, and I think that's a huge challenge, especially for those who have deep-seated shame lies. Yes. Now I do think there's another there's another way that we can respond to that that's unhealthy and that is for those who are almost um uh blind and what I mean is like there's a huge huge pride issue to where then it can be like well certainly you couldn't be angry at me because I'm the best thing on the planet <laughs> you know that's also an unhealthy way to but it's still right. it's still fundamentally it's still making the anger about yourself right it's still saying either I'm to blame or I'm so good I could never be blamed. Yeah. You know, and we'll get I think that's the next thing that she points out a little bit. But, but it's funny because we have this group of men that come to the Gateway weekend and most of them are in pain. But others feel like they're like golden, they're special, that life should just work. It's always work. Why can't well, you know what I mean? And that's sort of what you're referring to, the person that's a little bit too full of themselves. And then the irony to me is that when you just you just scratch away a little bit of the surface, this bear of an angry man mm. is underneath that, mm. right? So in some ways, it's kind of like, hey, he's had this expectation that life should just go this way, and I've kind of done everything that I'm supposed to do. And, and yet, 
It hasn't gone the way I expected it to. Oh, and I'm still using porn supplements. Yeah, so then it's like, then there's this massive anger that still exists underneath that. So she says, we don't just decide to be angry. Right. It's funny because you have the cognitive system and then you have the emotional system. And people say, well, just don't do it. Mm. Just decide you won't do it. But when somebody steps on you emotionally, your body just responds. Yeah, you don't choose. You don't choose. But that's kind of interesting. Uh, and blaming yourself for anger is not smart, and we are responsible for how we handle our anger. Right. Right? So our behavior, we're in charge of. But if somebody triggers you and you flood with emotions, okay, slow your breathing down. Have a spiritual moment. Pause, because the next thing you do, if you're out of control and you want to send me out of control, that's not smart. Mm-hmm. i got to hold myself in a good place. Uh, yeah, kind yeah. Of. Well, so that's a huge part of this too, because I think a lot of people feel, especially if they feel justified in their anger. In other words, we talked a little while ago about like a, the 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 underlying aspect of anger is is really a justice issue, right? Because I think anger that flows from the heart of God mm. is about He is a just God, and when He sees His creation and His people uh, doing unjust things, there is anger uh, about that. So I think the, the hard thing here about being responsible for your actions is if, if you have legitimately been wronged, mm. you can almost feel justified in whatever you do in your anger as a response because you're like, I'm right. Uh, yeah. And I think what she's saying is, well, take a breath because you're still responsible for your behaviors. You can't choose to be angry in the sense that you've been you've been violated. You, there's been an injustice. Something l- literally wrong has been done to you and the feeling of anger will come, but that doesn't then justify any behavior you want to do in response, right? Mm, that's right. So we We're be- responsible. That's right. So she says you may want to adjust your relationship with some people. So so the first time you can surprise me with your anger, but after that, when somebody's blown up, you know what their potential right, is, yeah. right? And so we may have to adjust ourselves and work differently and work smarter and you know do other things because just because somebody's angry, we can still be smart. Right, right? Yeah. And protect ourselves and protect them and be careful, move cautiously. So anger isn't alert. Anger isn't bad. And you aren't bad for feeling angry. So now that sounds like a lot of psychobabble. How about we read a Bible verse that says, anger yeah, isn't so bad. Talking about anger. anger. So yeah, this is from Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses 26 and 27. Say, go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. And this is a this is a verse that I bring up often to to remind people that actually scripture exhorts us. That's a command to actually be angry. But again, it's couched in this idea of what's right, what is just. Mm. It is right to be angry at things that God is angry at. Yes. Which is sin and injustice and those kind of things. But it's not because we are not God. We don't handle our anger the way that God does. Right. So we need to slow down and say, okay, 
if my system gets flooded to the point where now I'm seeing double and everything is about me trying to get vengeance myself, mm. now I've got a problem. So I need to, I like how it says, you know, calm down, you know, don't, yes. don't go to bed angry. Don't, don't do something stupid, you know, but it's okay to be angry. So she says, don't turn on yourself when you're angry and blame yourself. And also, because you have to recognize that anger is about the other guy. Some about the other guy and some about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so if you think it's all about the other person, well, it isn't. It's I, two systems coming together. I read this this statement recently, and I'll kind of paraphrase it, but it was saying, it was talking about this issue of anger and the author of this particular book was saying, if you increasingly find yourself thinking that everyone else is an idiot, you may need to check the level of anger that you're carrying in your being. Wow. Because the more we start to think, I really, I have all of it together. I've figured out the right. formula. I'm never the problem. Then you probably have an underlying anger problem. Because everybody else is angry a, a lot, meaning disappointed a lot, meaning let down a lot, right? Because everybody's hurting you. Because, well, why? you're a fool and you should have done that. And yes, you, exactly. Yeah, all That's that. my point. Why mm-hmm. didn't you act the way I wanted? Why didn't you do it this way? Why did you turn right and thought you are going to turn left? Why didn't you stop? You, why didn't you? Why didn't you speak? Why didn't why? Right? You're saying that system has a lot of unrest in it. Absolutely. And the yeah. disappointment comes up and up and up and up. That, that would be a, an angry person inside, which means not at rest, right? no right. peace. And so what's the system designed to do? Lash out, lash out, lash out. Blame the other guy, blame the other guy. So um, she said, my anger is interested in me and my well-being. Anger's there to protect me, to warn me, to energize me in moments. So anger is okay, it has my best interest. Anger's not trying to make me crazy, do stupid things. It's a warning system that says, hey, you're being disappointed right now, you're being put in a bind right now, it's very difficult right now. So read deeply, go slow, be careful because we're in a difficult situation. Um, It wants us to handle a difficult situation smart. Mm -hmm. And your anger comes up and says, okay, now, next thing you do, be very, very careful got a lot of energy, your body's ready to go. What are you going to do with all of it? How are you going to use it? So we believe anger is always about behavior. Some people say, oh, it's just your behavior, behavior, behavior. But it isn't just a behavioral thing, right? right? What are you thinking now? Well, it's, it's interesting. I think our anger often leads to a manifestation of some kind of behavior, right? But anger doesn't start as a behavior. It starts in your... It starts in your heart. It starts in your mind. It starts as, you know, a feeling. And I'm thinking it's emotional, it's spiritual, and it's physical. Right. Anger is all three of those things. Mm-hmm. It's not just a behavior. So when you just stop it, just stop it. People love to just, you know, behavior, stop. But it's a spiritual it's an emotionally painful moment. It's a spiritual challenging moment. How am I going to act right and, now? And I truly believe the the anger that we feel is always going to be rooted in some kind of belief or value system, right? Yes. Because the only way you feel angry is because you actually value something. Mm. This is what really concerns me about people who never seem to get angry. Because then I'm like, what do you love? 
Mm, and what are you passionate like, about? Like somebody that never has for? the emotion of anger mm. is, I think, a, a very, very unhealthy person. Mm. Don't you think? Because it's yeah. like, then you're saying you have no passion about anything. You have no love for oh, anything. You good. don't value anything. Yep. Because if you have passion, love, and value, yeah. you're going to get angry. Because when those things are threatened, you're going to feel anger. That's right. If you love children and somebody's a child is being abused or something, you're going to get angry, right? right. You're going to respond and say, okay, what am I going to do now? The warning is up. Danger is here. How do I act? X smart. Intervene, right? So in, in my close, I want people to think whenever you see anybody angry, ask the question, I wonder what they want that they're not getting. Mm. They're venting out disappointment at me. I wonder why they're messed up. I wonder what they want that they're not getting. And I love what you're doing there, and I think it's a fundamental and very, very good thing to do, and that is you're you're making that moment about what it's actually about. Because I think so, so many times if somebody's anger is being directed towards us, we then make the moment about ourselves. Right. And yep. what you're doing is you're asking a question that is saying, this moment of anger in this person is really about them. Yep. And and so I think I would even go a little step further and say, yeah, what is what's the disappointment there, and how might I be a soft landing for like whatever they need to vent? In other words, yeah. kind of have a, a a mature headspace that goes, hey, this really isn't about me right now. That's right. <laughs> and can I just can I be a gentle like yeah. landing pad for them? Because for- they're gonna vent it out. Yeah, and they're gonna get past this. They're not gonna. Go on and on and on indefinitely. They're going to go, oh, I'm tired of this. Okay, I said it. Okay, there it is. Okay, right. They're going to slow down. It's like, can I be the place where you just vent out your pain? Mm-hmm. Now, you have to be very careful if we put somebody in a relationship and, and a wife hears this going on. Absolutely. So always vent him right. out. Here. No, he gets no. the trash on me. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about two healthy people in relationship. And one of them starts to escalate up to say, I wonder what they want. I wonder what they're not getting. Yeah, and this is just a conversation that's hoping you think, helping you think through anger again as like a warning system. And, and what is it showing? What's it revealing in your heart about your beliefs, about your feelings? And then how can we learn to respond in more in healthier ways? Um, we love having you with us, listeners. Um, you can uh, connect with us through puresexradio.com or on Twitter at Pure Sex Radio. Um, we look forward to having you back here next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. Take care. Thank you. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.